Radio Zoom number 82, April 6, 2006. Information about artists played on this episode can be found in the show notes at radiozoom.net. From Vancouver, British Columbia, this is the Radio Zoom podcast. Yes, no, well, yo, yo, we're here. Another edition. I gotta turn this down for a second. Oop, to solve there, we bring it back. There we go. Uh, yeah, another edition of Radio Zoom for ya. Coming here. Uh, kind of on a kind of cloudy day here in Vancouver. I had to run over and grab my uh, my cup of coffee that was sitting on the counter because I realized it wasn't sitting there, and I wanted to go get it, and I didn't want to wait until later. I played a song. I don't know. I guess I could have waited. But sometimes you just you want it. You want it right now. Um, RadioZoom at gmail.com. You can send me your email. RadioZoom.net. Get those uh, all those fun information facts. Links, things, uh, not making sense. But also the Frapper map, you can go the, to the website and get the link to the Frapper map. And uh, the magic number on the Frapper is 27. And uh, JJ in Pittsburgh signing the Frapper map. That makes two people from Pittsburgh, including the Reverend Don Dealey. That's pretty cool. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit. You know, this is going to be really off the cuff. I didn't put a lot of preparation into this. I'm trying to uh, kind of make it as raw as possible, I guess I can kinda, you can kind of say. Uh, not on purpose, but uh, it's kind of turning out that way, and I just didn't feel like doing too much more. But I'm going to explain a little bit more why I've been busy, and uh, I'm going on a trip, and we'll talk a little bit about that because uh, it'll make for some good material when I get back. And then also, we'll do some hockey talk, and uh, we'll talk about the Canucks a little bit. So one thing I want to do right now, though, is play you this first song because... I wish I could go see him tonight, but like I said, we're going on a trip, and uh, we're going to be leaving early tomorrow morning, on Friday morning, and uh, he is in town tonight, and I've seen him before a couple times. I've seen him in Austin, I've seen him in Iowa City, and he's an amazing, amazing artist. His name is John Vanderslice, and I guess the song's kind of geeky. It's called Bill Gates Must Die. It's good stuff. Check it out. Tiny little things keep pouring out of my machine I just typed a word and I just pressed return Someone made this easy, made this inevitable So for bringing me here, Bill Gates must die
Mass Suicide Occult Figurines John Vanderslice with the song Bill Gates Must Die and I know I've played him before but he's just I, I really enjoy his, his songwriting his uh, method of you know creating uh, music and things like that and and he's uh, really a hardcore four tracker and we're talking about uh, you know just you know having a four track mixer or whatever no we're talking about the four track tape things and i don't know maybe he's changed up and everything but or uh you know he but he's uh been really animate about recording things analog uh, at least when he's recording at home but you know you never know he might have friends that have gotten him into the whole digital aspect of things but i have to say that i enjoyed the john vanderslice and you can check him out at johnvanderslice.com and well this is not going to matter to you too much because it's going to probably be, you know, delayed whenever this comes out. But he is playing tonight in Vancouver at the Media Club. And like I said, I really wish we could make it. But we have other plans coming up uh, this, uh, well, as of tomorrow. I will, won't will be in Vancouver, but I'll be talking, that, talking about that in a little bit. Now, hold on a second here. I just took a little peek outside the uh, the window there uh, that was playing and faded out my microphone to kind of look outside because I could hear this noise out there. I couldn't figure out what was going on. It sounded like somebody was doing something to like the piping or something. I don't know. But if you hear some weird noises, it's because there's a big moving van outside and it's uh, creating a bunch of racket. And you know what? I'm not going to really worry about it too much. They've been doing a lot of different things around the apartment building lately. They're prepping uh, the the grounds for spring and for summer and and getting everything ready for uh, for when it gets nicer out. And so they've been you know, doing a lot of power washing and different things, which it really creates for bad ambience for recording things. And I don't know, you, you tend to make do with it. And this is podcasting; it's raw, it's real, it's well, and it's going to be very unscripted. 
And one thing I think that I should let you know, speaking of being unscripted and thinking about scripts and what I'm going to be telling you about next, is that uh, I've been doing a little work to the website for the the show notes at RadioZoom.net, and uh, I installed the latest – I use PodPress. It's a really neat plugin, and I've got a link off off the the site. And it's a great plugin for WordPress sites to do podcasting because – uh, it allows uh, RSS syndication, or well, really simple syndication. Sorry, it allows a, a really great uh, ability to create RSS feeds for podcasting specifically, uh, and it also works on in many facets of uh, you know many uh, different types of media. Whatever you're trying to create, be it video, audio, and uh, it will it will it will work for all of that. Um, and it's really simple I, in terms of once you got it set up and you're using it. But I've upgraded from the previous version to the current version of I think it's like 4.4. And 4.0 came out not very long ago. And then the subsequent days after 4.0 came out, it went to 4.1, 4.2, 4.3, 4.4. And I've been uh, going back and having to reinsert. Um, or I think I'm up to like episode 60 or 61 uh, the, the previous episodes that have, have have been added back into the website. So if you want to go to the website and check that out, you can go back to like 60 or whatever, uh, the early 60s there, and uh, get those episodes. And there's a player even right on the page, so you, that way you don't even have to download these episodes. It's really, really nice and slick to do. So um, that's been kind of preoccupying some of my time because it was one of those things that's like, okay, an upgrade. I was expecting to have problems, but and I did have problems. I completely killed my feed overnight one night. Uh, not too like about 36 hours ago, and uh, well, I was able to rectify the situation the next day. It's no big deal, but yeah, that's been kind of preoccupying my time, and uh, I apologize, uh, you know, for not getting so much done. But uh, some of the other things I've been working on too is I'm working on I'm working for God essentially, and uh, working on a website for church. Um, being that right now in Canada, I am not legally able to work, so I'm kind of applying my my abilities elsewhere in a you know voluntary voluntary type basis and that's no big deal i mean i really enjoy doing this type of stuff and the big thing though the reason i'm mentioning is that just using wordpress uh to do this site for the church and learning php and learning how to program all that stuff is not the easiest thing to do but um because I'm, I'm i'm totally familiar with html html i get i've been doing that since i was 16 17 years old and applying that to PHP where I don't have a lot of experience, but I can reverse engineer things a lot. I mean, that's how I've, I've learned to do a lot of the things I'm able to do now, especially with like my broadcast engineering days. Um, you know, hopefully those days are not over and they will continue once I can get uh, my legal aspect to, uh, of working in Canada sorted out. Um, but that's going to take a few months. So uh, I'm working on this website and that's taking up a lot of time, but you know, I, I – I enjoy it. I love doing it. And also at the same time, um, looking to help out that the same church with uh, some of their audio uh, equipment and setups. And it's really an interesting learning uh, experience, I guess you could kind of say. Um, because when, the one thing with churches, I think that you have to understand, and I think this happens to do with, or this can be applied to anything that where people, there's a lot of people a part of one kind of uh, group or organization, especially for an, a nonprofit such as a church or whatever, you know, Boys and Girls Club or whatever, or your local youth center or whatever. Um, people that want to donate their time, their skills, their capabilities, and then you have one person come in 
it's like, oh, I really want to do this. And either they, they, they do this one thing and then someone comes in and adds on to it or they, they start doing something and then someone else comes in and starts and, and finishes it. And then you multiply that a few different times and you get this thing that's very bizarre and uh, you have to try to <laughs> reverse engineer that and understand it all. And then uh, what they want me to do is try to figure out uh, a good solution. So I'm using a lot of those... Uh, those those tricks and, and uh, lessons that I learned during my broadcast engineering days, uh, in the day in terms of uh, helping out uh, that organization. So, it's it's things that I love to do because it, suddenly someone says, you know, figure out what we want and give us a list of equipment to buy, and I'm like, oh yeah, I get to go shopping, and that's a lot of fun. So. But that's been uh, kind of taking up my time, and I haven't been able to de- uh, devote as much into podcasting since. Um, kind of getting back on my feet since the wedding, but I don't mind it. I like being busy. I like having a lot of things to do. So in terms of the whole podcast and getting out and uh, doing more videos and sound seeing, I I apologize about that, but I'm going to try and get better. Um, Nobody's been really complaining too much, so if no one's complaining, I'm not going to worry about it too much. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and having fun with it. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you more about having more fun, and uh, this this weekend's going to be good. We're going to get away, and, uh, well, I'll tell you that right after I play this song. Now, this song's going to be interesting, because the band is called Fourth, Fo- Fourth Floor. Wow, I'm a little hyped up on coffee right now. Um, it's off of their album, Rushing It With Patience, and the song's called Ballad of a Wasted Bullet. Now, why is it interesting to me? I'm going to play this. But I'm also going to tell you, they're from Iowa. And I dig that, because, brothers, I'm from Iowa too. So check it out. Enjoy it. Ready? Just you and me And you're all that my eyes can see Although we're not alone It feels just like we are And I'm trapped inside this world And I don't want a cure My world is in my arms right now And we're never letting go Just want to be
shaking like anyone else. Ears shatter at the sound. My knees snap under pressure as I fell to the ground. I fixed and screamed 911, and I heard her say, I broke this heart and let him die. I need to run away. Significance of fourth floor, I don't know. I don't get. But, um. Yeah. I. That's really. Some. It's good music, especially. 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 The fact that. Well, th- I took this off of their, their MySpace page, because that's the only website that I have. The only. Uh. URL that I can give you is myspace.com slash. Fourth Floor Moville, and uh, once again, check those show notes, but it says right there on their site, Hey guys, we're a band out of a small town called Moville, Iowa. It's about 15 miles outside of Sioux City, way on the western side of Iowa. We're still working on our third full-length CD, Rushing uh, rushing It With Patience. Now, Sioux City is uh, north 
if you, you know, think you know, about your geography here, in the western por- portion of Iowa, that would be the opposite border from uh, Chicago, and that's the border with Nebraska. And down on the kind of like, yeah, it's going to be kind of in the southern kind of south, or I'm sorry, southern central kind of portion. That's where Omaha, Nebraska is. And that's uh, Omaha, across from Omaha inside Iowa is Council Bluffs. You go up the border, and that's Sioux City. And that's not that large of a city, but it's a pretty decent population center. It's got an airport, a, can, you know, it, it's not the largest community. It's not the largest city. And these guys live in a small town 50 miles outside of that, creating music like this in their bedroom, where uh, I think it's pretty much two guys. One guy is like the songwriter, um, songwriter uh, kind of performer. Like he does, he performs all the, the music that you hear. And then also you have uh, the guy that sings. So that's really, really impressive. Fourth Floor, myspace.com slash Fourth Floor Moville. The song was called Ballad of a Wasted Bullet. All right, so I told you that... I'm going to be going on a trip. Well, not just me, but Rebecca and I are going to be heading into the interior of British Columbia. Now, we're not going to go to the, to the you know, to the, the core of the interior. No, we're going to stay close towards the border uh, where it's, I think, I, you, you, I think it's probably a little bit more warmer now uh, than it is to the northern portions. Actually, it's not, that's not so true. It's, uh, I saw the weather today and it was about 19 degrees in Prince George. I think it's the name of the city. I could be wrong. 19C, that's about 66 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, why do I know that? Because where we're going tomorrow, into the what is known as the Okanagan, uh, it's going to be 19 degrees C tomorrow. And uh, Rebecca was really kind of excited about that this morning because we've been, you know, obviously watching this because we've been planning this for a few weeks now. Uh, it's just going to be, you know, a short little getaway. But more so for me, it's going to be an experience because I've never been to the Okanagan. And uh, I thought that I'd take a moment here and kind of, uh, well, we'll both kind of learn a little bit based on what I've been able to read, what she's told me. And, uh, you know, I'll definitely have more to talk about it when I get back. But for those of you who are unsure of what the heck I'm talking about, the Okanagan. Now, this is looking on uh, Wikipedia. And... The Okanagan is a region located in the Canadian province of British Columbia, where I am. And as of the year 2001, the region's population is approximately 297,601. And the primary city is Kelowna, which is where we'll be going. And uh, the name, (laughs) I'm going to butcher this. The name derives from an Okanagan First Nations word. (sighs) Okay. Su-uk-kank-shink. Mm. meaning transport toward the head or top end. But it's known 
in English as the Okanagan, and the region is known for outdoor activities such as skiing and hiking as well as for the wine industry. Now, there's a lot of people that refer to the Okanagan as the Napa Valley of Canada, and I think it can be pretty true. Uh, this area gets really, from what I understand, it gets really hot during the summer, and it reminds me when she was telling me about this <clears throat> a little bit um, – it reminded me a little bit of like Iowa winters because it, when it, winter here in the, over in the Okanagan, it snows. There's snow on the ground, uh, unlike you know in Vancouver here, where if it snows, it basically melts by the time it hits the ground. I mean, this is in downtown or you know like in the uh, closer to the ocean portions of Vancouver. The further inland you get, the, the longer the snow tends to stay. But uh, Maybe that might even just be for a couple of days. So the snow doesn't really stick around here as much as it probably does in the Okanagan. Um, but in the summertime, it really gets hot. And, uh, man, I don't know the, the Celsius calculations here, but we're talking about, you know, 100 degrees Fahrenheit plus. Uh, and that's not uh, that's not too far off from the, the summer times that you get in Iowa, where it's just blistering, sweltering hot. Uh, and there's portions of the Okanagan, actually, where they, I guess, uh, it's kind of... Uh, arid, almost desert-like. So it's a very interesting uh, portion, but you know it's not that far off from certain portions of California, um, and that's where you kind of get the connection of Napa Valley, California, and uh, the Okanagan in British Columbia. But the Okanagan, <coughs> excuse me, the name Okanagan also refers to the region that encompasses part of the North Central or part of North Central Washington State and the United States. So it kind of uh, goes across there and uh, across the border. Now, uh, some of the other things that I noticed on here on the, um, the, 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 blah, 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 the Wikipedia page here. Here we go. I want to look at uh, Kelowna, which is the area that we'll be going to. And I won't get too much into... Uh, you know, I'll put this... I'll link this in the show notes as well. But uh, well, one thing that uh, it's really of interest to me that I'm going to really enjoy... Uh, is it basically getting there because we're going to be driving over there. And luckily, the weather's been cooperating quite well, so the, the, the mountain passes should be pretty clear of snow. Uh, I think, for the most part, if it does snow, um, it shouldn't be too big of a deal. Uh, I'm not sure if there's portions of the highway that you need to have chains on your tires, but that's not unusual uh, as well. Um, now, there's a on this Wikipedia page about Kelowna, and basically, Kelowna is like in the heart of the Okanagan uh, area. I don't know, is it the valley? That I don't know. And uh, for years, the only only one road major highway passed through the city of Kelowna, Highway 97. But uh, in the, just in like the last almost 20 years, um, let's see, as the Okanagan Valley is popular getaway for residents in Vancouver... Yeah. A new freeway was built in the BC interior in 1986 and eliminates over two hours of travel time between two major destinations. This uh, this freeway, starting in Hope, is known as the Coquihalla Highway, <laughs> Highway, and terminates in Kamloops. And um, a spur route, the Okanagan Connector, or Highway 97C, was later added in 1989. It connects in Merritt and heads eastward towards uh, to Peachland and about 20 minutes south of Kelowna. So the drive is a, just under four hours. I think we'll probably be there in about five or six because we don't plan on, you know, we've got different routes or different things that we're going to do along the way as well. So, you know, the, the big thing is that you stop and hope 
and you gear up and, and you like get your whatever and you know you go on or you fill up your gas tank and you go on um because i don't think you have a lot to worry about if you were break down because it seems like it's a you know well-traveled road but you don't want to have your car run out of gas on the way to Kelowna in the high mountain passes in the uh, in the roads there so that's going to be fun for me though cuz it's going to it's it's going to allow me to see more of the uh, the area around uh British Columbia more of the land the landscape we're going to be leaving early in the morning so that way we can get uh, some nice uh, early morning uh scenery Hopefully the uh, you know the sky kind of cooperates and isn't too cloudy and or it isn't too rainy. Uh, we've been watching the weather and it's not supposed to be too rainy, but you know hopefully we're able to see some really nice scenery. So I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. And from what I understand, it's being encouraged for me to bring along some of my uh, recording equipment. So I might do some something, you know, as we're going uh, through the. Uh, the, the mountain passes or if we're uh in Kelowna uh, I, I think we're gonna do some wine tours so you never know what I'll come up with um we'll see what we we do it might also be by the time we get there it's like uh, screw it we don't want to carry anything with us and we'll just uh you know go sample wine for about four hours at a couple different vineyards and geez I hope we're able to remember where the hotel is We'll keep on moving on here, and uh, this is another artist I discovered that is from Vancouver, from British Columbia. I do believe he's from Vancouver. If not, British Columbia is close enough. He's from the Lower Mainland. Let's say that. And uh, the artist's name is Roche Limit, and when I first saw it, I was kind of like, this is interesting. Then I saw his influences, and you can really hear him. Beck, uh, Skinny Puppy, Nine Inch Nails. And I was like, oh, I dig this now. I get it. Okay. So this is off of his album, White Light. And the song name, I kind of dig too. It's called Raccoonie. Roche Limit. Giving you the music. I like to give you the music. The music's good. I could only have one wish 
from Vancouver, British Columbia. That was uh, Roche Limit with the song Raccoonie off of the album White Light. I dig it. I definitely like the uh, the bass line kind of going on there. A bit of a kind of a slap funk bass thing going on. I dig that. I like it. I like it a lot. And yes, it is time. We're going to be talking a little bit about a hockey. A little bit about the Canucks. And, um, well, I told you last time that I wanted, last episode, I wanted to talk about hockey, but I was just upset. And it's just because here we are, we're, we're very close to the playoff season, to the long Stanley Cup playoff season. It's coming up, it's going to happen, and it's going to go on until, wow, I think it goes on for quite a while. And, um, I haven't really paid attention to the Stanley Cup playoffs in a long time, but now that, you know, I, I've here and I really, really am liking the Canucks and I am really enjoying, you know, living in this this city that's, that, that loves hockey as well, well, Canada, and uh, it's just been painful. The last three games, I uh, haven't been able to see them all because they've been on pay-per-view and I blogged about that on my site just because, you know, I, I, I'd love to watch hockey and, I, and when you have a team that you like to watch, that you like to follow and you can't because it's on pay-per-view and you don't want to spend all that money to get the game, it's just, I don't know, especially this late in the season, especially when you're this, it's just, it's so close to crunch time and you just want to see a good hockey game. That's that's what I was saying there, but the last three games have been not too good. Uh, the last game against LA uh, was a, sh- uh, a shutout and uh, they won one to nothing. And the game before that, though, I caught a bit of it. Of the, that was also on pay-per-view. Uh, but I caught a bit of that game, and uh, the first period looked great. Scored a goal, one nothing. first period, Canucks. And then by the time uh, the second period or third period was going, it was like it was, it was 5-1, to one and they ended up losing that game 6-2. And then the game before that, on, on the March 31st, that was a uh, overtime loss uh, to Minnesota. And uh, was that a shootout? Yeah, it was a shootout. So that was just painful. And it's just been, you know, here we are. And uh, let's see, looking at the standings right now, um, in the Northwest Conference, actually, let's not even look at the Northwest Conference. Let's look at the entire Western Conference. Um, in the, in, I'm sorry, not in the Northwest Division. Let's look at the Western Conference uh, completely. And uh, as of today, Vancouver sits on uh, it sits in ninth in the Western Conference. And in the playoffs, you want to be number eight or above when the everything is said and done. And at 77 games played, Vancouver sits at 87 points. Now, we're tied with San Jose uh, with 87 points as well, but San Jose plays again tonight, and they have only 75 games uh, played. And if I remember right, um, there are, yes, 82 games in a season. So if you do that math, Vancouver's played 77, San Jose's played 75. So Vancouver has five more games left, and San Jose has seven. Well, after tonight, it'll be six. Hopefully San Jose loses, and then we, uh, you know, we can have a stand a chance to, uh, you know, s- you know, stay in the running of everything. But it's close. We're on the bubble, and it's, uh, you know, Rebecca was saying last night, and I, I have to agree with her. Um, it just really seems like Mark Crawford, even just never, you know, well, we had a good game tonight, and we got that point, and you know, there, there really is not a lot of 
and, and I'm not, actually I'm generalizing there. Uh, it just it feels like they're not really feeling that pressure. Um, of course, you know maybe they're just trying to act play cool because they don't want to freak out the team. They don't want to you know give that portrayal that they're freaking out. But it just really seems like there's not that much push. There's not that much you know. Well, we gotta win this next game. We gotta win. It's just like well, we had a good game tonight, and uh, well, you know uh, such and such is you know you know Richard Park and blah blah, blah and Bertuzzi is playing well and. We just got to play better, and it's like, well, of course you got to play better, but I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, ooh, it's, it's that time of year, and but there's so many people out there that are completely freaking out and going overboard, saying, you know, Mark Crawford has uh, one or two. This is, I think he has two, maybe one year. He's got at least a year or two left on his contract. This is the coach of the Canucks, and. A lot of people saying, you know, he needs to be fired, blah, 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 needs to be replaced. There's a lot of people saying that we need to get rid of Bertuzzi. Uh, Bertuzzi should have been traded at the trade deadline, blah, blah, blah. And uh, there's, you know, people are just flipping out because, you know, here we are and we should be in the playoffs. We should be a, a, a shoe in for the playoffs. But, you know, nothing's ever, you know, you should never take anything for granted. I'm, you know, especially me being, uh, you know, it was, even when the game was like 5 to 1 the other day, we were listening on the radio and Rebecca change the station like no 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 we're gonna i want to listen to the rest of it because as a as a cubs fan you know you know what it's like to have a team that's down but you're still going to stick in it and and uh, ride it out to the end because you know you're not going to just like oh they're losing well screw them or oh they're having a bad season they're lousy Uh, i don't like them anyway but when they're good hey they're great all right but yeah so you get a lot of people just kind of you know saying that what they think they should be doing armchair critics all that stuff i'm sticking in it till the end but man is it frustrating it is just it's going to be a nail biter and and that's even to say that you know if they get into the playoffs if the canucks get into the playoffs how long will they stay in in the uh in the round robin here um it will be interesting to see and oh it's just yeah crunch time and it's that time of year again, so that's all I really wanted to do. I mean, nothing uh, really uh, scripted here. Oh, the one other thing I, I, I thought was really worth mentioning, I guess. One last thing. Uh, the individual leaders, looking at the, some of the stats here. This is really interesting. Uh, for those of you that follow hockey, maybe you don't follow hockey very much, uh, but in Vancouver, there's what's known as the brother line. Henrik Sedin, uh, Daniel Sedin, they're twin brothers, and then Anson Carter. That line has been so successful this season, and I was looking at some of the stats just right here on the front page of uh, Yahoo Sports, uh, the Vancouver Canucks Yahoo Sports uh, page. And I'll have that linked in the show notes, but if you look here, leading player on the Canucks in points, Henrik Sedin. Leading in goals, Anson Carter. Leading in assists, Henrik Sedin. Uh, penalty minutes is led by Yarko Rutu, but uh, that's not a big surprise because he's a bit of a goon. Um, but we love him. We love him. And uh, let's see. Uh, uh, also, power play goals is led by Anson Carter. So, you know, <laughs> you've got this line that's just been phenomenal. But even though it's probably one of the best lines in the league, uh, we just the rest of the, the lines just are not performing uh, as they should be, and it's probably that line that's allowing us to stay n- this close in the uh, from in the playoff race. Um, but the rest of the team just needs to kind of hang in there and step up. And you know, we need a lot of strong games from uh, Alex Ald, and uh, yeah, we need that big line: Bertuzzi, Morrison, 
and Naslin to really, really step up and deliver a lot more than what they are. Not saying that they are not delivering. They just need to just bring it up a little bit more. That's all I'm going to talk about for hockey. Like I said, it gets frustrating. It gets a little depressing, exciting, nail-biting. So I'm going to play this. I'll tell you about it in just a second. R submitted. Somebody emailed me about it. So check it out. Praise him.
song is called Surrender. The artist called Gum. G-U-M. You can check her out. Choosegum.com and get all the more information. And you can buy her music there and uh, find out all the more information that you want to find out there. That came to me via email uh, submission. Just uh, check me out, and I did, and I liked it. It's kind of got that nice down-tempo. She's got a really nice voice, too, but it's got that down-tempo feeling. At least that track did. And uh, she kind of branches out here and there, doing some acoustic stuff, doing some electronic stuff. So I really recommend that you check it out. I really recommend that I wrap this up, though. And um, let's see. I will be back... Well, we're going to just be gone over the weekend, so it won't, I mean, I'll be back next week. It won't be a very extended thing. It's just going to be a, kind of a getaway. Get out of town for a little bit and, no, 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 just kind of relax and and uh, take it easy. And also, we just, we both like traveling, and that's what it's all about. And this was just the, kind of the beginning of, uh, uh, well, you know, it's into the interior, but eventually we'll conquer the world. That's the whole plan. Check out the show notes for today, RadioZoom.net, and you can get all the links to everything that I played. Also, RadioZoom at gmail.com, you go ahead and send me email feedback. I know this is a bit of a long episode. Is it too long? Too short? Do you want less? Do you want more? Let me know. RadioZoom at gmail.com. Yeah, that's it for me. Hopefully you have a good weekend. We'll check you later. Adios. The music on the Radio Zoom podcast is done with artist permission and is pod safe. Visit the show notes for more information. RadioZoom.net.